Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. It is great to be with you. I am Walter Storholt alongside the great David Dickens, Cover Your Assets KC podcast, rolling on for another episode. And we've got a good one lined up for you today as we're going to dive in and talk a little bit about uh, tax-free gifts to your beneficiaries in, in three different angles to kind of view this conversation through, three different lenses to think about. And looking forward to that, David. But before we get to all of that, uh, we're, we just finished up uh, Memorial Day weekend and hope you had a great time visiting family and uh, getting a chance to relax a little bit. I did. I was actually visited by those three handsome grandsons for the week before. So <laughs> we are in the process of resting up. But you, it was you need it more than anybody right now. <laughs> yes, thank goodness I got to go to work on Tuesday. Uh, but it was uh, super fun uh, ha- having them here. And I mean, those are irreplaceable times. So you just go with the flow, right, Walter? Oh, absolutely. I I, I can just picture you having a great time with the grandsons and, and all the shenanigans you guys get into when they come to visit and just yeah, how crazy that house Sometimes just hanging on be. for dear life, too, is part of the deal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How much can you just hold on and uh, and just try to keep some semblance of order in the house, right? It's all, <laughs> yes. it's all, it's all good stuff. I love some it. Some semblance is the key. <laughs> yes. Yes, very much so. It is well, amazing hey, how fast it all gets put back together, though, when they drive out of the driveway. I mean, a couple of a couple of hours of putting things back and you know, you're kind of back to where you were. So that's well, good. that's good. So it's not complete destruction. It's just no. it's just rearranging that happens, right? <laughs> we I, right. we've always had something go missing whenever uh whenever like our little uh, nieces and nephews come over and visit. Inevitably something goes missing every trip. And and and, and I don't think they're kleptomaniacs by any means. They just have fun <laughs> because they make a toy out of anything and then some of those things because they became a toy, just somehow escape with them. And Oftentimes, it's the remote control that you most need for your TV that has yes, to be hunted down. Often the one that gets that disappears. I see that one likes to get put in mouths for some reason. The remotes <laughs> is that a common thing? Like uh, eating remotes? That seems to be kind of uh, our nieces and nephews' way of going about things. Yeah, that's pretty normal. This yeah. time we found two and a half pairs of shoes, all from the same boy. So I don't know what he's wearing this week, but it's not those shoes. Those those did not make the trip back. Uh They did not. I sent a picture to my daughter. I'm sure she had a good laugh. Oh, absolutely. Well, they'll be back soon enough to retrieve them, I'm sure. Yes, for sure. Not bad. I, I was on a trip recently and left my uh, my whole my, my book bag that had my laptop and phone charger and everything else in it. Left it behind by accident. So sounds sounds like I have something in common with uh, with with one of your young <laughs> fellows there. <laughs> Maybe it's a male thing. I don't know. Yeah, we're not the we're not the best at remembering things, are we? So. That's why we got to plan things. That's why David plans these podcasts out and uh, puts a little thought into them in advance of the conversations. And so let's use that as our segue, David, to dive into today's topic. I like it. We've got lots of key words that are great in here. First of all, tax-free is a good one. And then gifts also in the <laughs> headline. So two great things right off the bat. Uh, break this one down for us. Tax-free gifts to beneficiaries. What's, uh, what's this all about? Yeah, so we think about um, how good Roth IRAs are for ourselves, and a lot of the conversion work that we do is all about us. But there are a couple of things you can do with, so there are basically three topics here of how we can do 
really good tax-free gifting to the next generation if we just do a little bit of thinking about it right now. So just kind of wanted to enumerate those. Two have to do with Roth and one doesn't. And um, so I thought they would be helpful to our audience since we have a a wide variety of, of young listeners and, and retired older listeners, and hopefully there's something in here for everybody. Sounds like these different angles could hit a lot of people at different stages in life. So yeah, a universal type episode today. Uh, so what's the first topic we should uh, dive into? So the first one is doing a Roth conversion to benefit your beneficiaries. So the thought here is that there's, there's hardly anything better to inherit than a Roth IRA because the taxes have already been paid. The growth that you're going to get, the new rules say that you have to clean it out within 10 years. Well, that's okay. You get 10 years at your own speed to clean out a Roth IRA that was left to you by a parent or a grandparent or whoever. So here's the thought. Here's an example. This is similar to, you know, the names have been changed to protect the innocent, but this is a conversation I had in my office in the last month. And so let's call this gentleman Sam. His wife is already gone. He has three children and four grandchildren, and he has a million seven of an IRA. He's not really spending it now. He's, he doesn't travel anymore. His wife's gone. And so we're looking for ways to leave his beneficiaries in a slightly better spot. Well, his kids, uh, his three kids, they all do really well. And so their tax brackets are pretty high, higher than Sam's. And so we discussed maybe doing a series of Roth conversions over the next couple of two or three, four years, such that his kids would inherit Roth money and not IRA money. So the reason that might, so million seven, maybe uh, in this example, this totally hypothetical example, Sam might leave um, 500,000 to each of his three kids and 50,000 to each of his four grandkids. So his million seven. And he would set that up as percentages, not dollar amounts, probably in his beneficiary designations. So Sam, over the next three, four, five years, does these Roth conversions, not only because it's going to be an awesome inheritance vehicle for his kids and his grandkids, but also he's in a lower tax bracket than they are. So if the kids inherit the IRA, they're going to have to take the money out annually, and they have to clean it out within 10 years and pay all the taxes on it at their high tax brackets. No longer do they get to extend those into the years when they might be retired. They have to start as soon as Sam is deceased. So doing the Roth conversions now at his lower tax bracket makes a lot of sense for his beneficiaries. Now I've had, <laughs> I've had retired clients that say, you know, they're going to get a lot of money anyway. So why would I pay the taxes now? Well, that's a perfectly fine sentiment, and I've had, I have clients that do it both ways, but this is just a, a little twist on Roth conversions and the motivation behind them, such that your heirs are going to inherit tax-free money instead of taxable money. So one little twist that people always bring up about the Roth IRA is that this five-year rule about, you know, the uh, misinterpretation is, well, you can't take money out of a Roth until it's been in a Roth for five years. And that's just not a correct reading of the rule. The rule says that the earnings are subject to penalty if the Roth hasn't been established for five years. But the money that gets put into the Roth or converted into the Roth, 
that can be taken out anytime by anybody who's a who's legitimately allowed to take it out the heir or the person who did the conversions you can take that money out anytime you want tax free no penalty and then at the end of that fifth year the earnings that have accumulated on that become tax free as well so if if sam ends up doing these conversions over a three or four or five year period by the time that somebody inherits this money the five-year clock will probably already have run on that account and then nobody pays taxes nobody pays penalties it just becomes a super tax-free vehicle that they can continue to have tax-free for another 10 years of their lives until they choose to take the money out so that's number one it's a it's a terrific gift to give to the next generation great to get that illustration and just how you can make that work with those conversions all right so that's one way to give those tax-free gifts if you will through the conversion process Uh, what about from the contribution angle so i have a couple of different um, real life situations from my office Uh, one is where parents are funding a roth ira for their kids before the kids really have excess money to do it themselves um, so it's a way to to gift money to your kids and have it be tax-free forever. Uh, another one is where grandparents have gifted money into they set up a Roth for their grandchildren. And you know, the grandkids maybe had a summer job or they are early in their career. And these grandparents just make the Roth contribution on behalf of the kid. And all of a sudden that young adult has a a Roth account that maybe has been contributed to for three, four, five, six years. And it's a tax-free pot of money that at some point that young adult is really going to appreciate. So, you know, you may have excess money and what are you going to do with it and how are you going to gift it to the next generation or the generation beyond that? And maybe it's funding their Roth IRA. So that's idea number two. I have several clients that do that on behalf of kids and grandkids. Well, that one's pretty straightforward and easy to understand. So uh, another good one to kind of uh, work around in the back of your minds as you're looking to make those tax-free gifts to beneficiaries. How about the third angle of this conversation? Yeah, so so Roth get all the, the glory and the praise as far as tax-free. Um, and actually, we might have done a podcast in the last two or three months on on this very subject. But one is super overlooked, and I have a meeting right after this podcast is over with an heir who is going to inherit money and some of which was held in stocks by their by the now deceased uh, person and so what i get to tell this lucky heir is that there were a lot of gains built up in those stocks but this heir is going to pay zero tax on all those gains because they're going to get a stepped up cost basis on the brokerage account that they're getting ready to inherit. And they're going to walk out of my office with the biggest smile on their face because in this case, their parent had this brokerage account that they knew they were never going to really spend any out of. And instead of, you know, selling those stocks uh, for whatever variety of maybe good reasons, they just let them ride over the years up down, up, down, 
but they let it ride. And over the course of a decade or two, there can be some significant gains built up in those accounts. And when your heir inherits those because of a, a stepped up cost basis rule, let's say that that parent paid $50,000 for those stocks and currently they're worth 175,000. Well, that entire $125,000 worth of gain, IRS never gets to see it. It goes to the heirs, that gain goes totally tax free. And so it's, that's a super cool way. If you, if you don't have IRAs, you're passing, you don't have Roths, you're passing. You might have a big, a small or big brokerage account that you can pass on super tax efficiently. If you just leave those long-term capital gains intact. Makes a lot of sense, uh, David. A lot of benefits here is that we have this tax, uh, tax-free tax gifts to your beneficiaries conversation. Are there any potential downsides or risks? Is, is there a flip side to this conversation with utilizing any of these strategies? Well, uh, you know, I guess uh, if you, one I can think of is if you name your <laughs> if you name your 21-year-old grandchild as a beneficiary of a $50,000 Roth IRA, well, they may just go buy a $50,000 boat a week after you pass on. So you're never exactly sure how your heirs are going to spend the money. But hopefully you've spent your waning years explaining to your heirs, um, you know, we did well in our lifetime and we want to pass that on to you. And while you can do anything with that money you want, here's what we'd hope that you would do with that money. So it's some, you know, passing on values, passing on some education, uh, passing on some understanding. That's one really good thing to do with your with your waning years. Instead of just having a big pot of money dropped on heirs that, you know, they might not understand how hard that was for you to come by it and how easy it would be to let it slip through their fingers. So, you know, there are probably other downsides that I that I'll think of after we're done talking here, Walter, but that's that's one that I have a lot of parents and grandparents a little bit concerned about is how will that money be spent or saved and invested by my heirs. Mm, yeah, makes a lot of sense, David. I think that's a good one to uh, to have on top of mind. I was just thinking also, uh, if, you, if you mess any of those conversions or <laughs> withdrawals up, if you don't do it properly, I guess that could be another one, right? Uh, that, that applies to pretty much anything we talk about here on the show. But if you mess up a conversion or um, don't, don't quite handle contributions correctly and those kinds of things, then that'd be another maybe downside. So make sure Abs- you're doing it right in the first place. <laughs> you're exactly right. So making contributions on behalf of someone else well, you have you need to disclose to them that that has happened. And also, you know, Sam during his series of conversions, he could run into some some unintended tax consequences of his own, which is why Sam isn't going to do that the Roth conversion all at one time to benefit his heirs. He's going to do a series of them over the years to manage his own tax liability. So there are certainly holes you can step in. The benefits to your beneficiaries can be great. You don't want to disadvantage yourself uh, while you're doing them. So, so get some good advice. Uh, but these are these are hopefully actionable items that a whole lot of our listeners can take advantage of. 
Very helpful information today. If you have any additional questions for David or would like some help executing perhaps some of the things and the strategies that we've talked about today in your own financial plan, well, do it as part of a review and a full financial plan with David and the team at KC Financial Advisors, serving you from anywhere on CoverYourAssetsKC.com. Find out more information about the team, schedule time to visit and get in touch, as well as access more resources, all at CoverYourAssetsKC.com. David is the president and wealth advisor at KC Financial Advisors, based in Overland Park. You can also call 913-317-1414 if you have any questions. That's 913-317-1414, and that'll put you in touch. Well, David, thank you for all the help on the show today. Really enjoyed the conversation, and I think we've got some listener questions perhaps uh, on the docket for next time around. We do. They're actually in-office questions that I've kind of twisted into one of our mailbag <laughs> sessions. Excellent. But, but they're, they're real-life stuff that I've been uh, working with in my office over the last six weeks or so. And I thought, maybe we can pull four of those out and turn them into an interesting podcast. So we'll see how interesting it is. Excellent. So yeah, in-office edition of the mailbag <laughs> next week. I love it. Uh, that'll be on our podcast next week. We'll have a couple of different topics to cover about banks and housing and uh, uh, talking about jobs for sons and all sorts of other good things. So just a quick preview of some of the questions I've seen David already start to assemble for that podcast next week. So come back and join us for that one. Until then, have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Cover Your Assets KC Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through ChangePath LLC, a registered investment advisor. ChangePath LLC and KC Financial Advisors are separate companies.